Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. It's another wonderful day in Agile for Humans land. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. That's professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. We're little today because on this episode of Your Daily Scrum, we're talking about a, a situation, a situation from our community, community.agileforhumans.com. Todd, it's free. Why isn't everyone there? Should be. Should be. Speaking of everybody, we think about, actually, we don't think we know about half of you still have not liked and subscribed. We're almost to 10,000. If the 52.7% of you who have not liked and subscribed would like and subscribe, we could start selling merch. That's what everybody wants. Hit that button. Like and subscribe. Check out the socials. Leave us your comments and questions. All right. Todd, the satisfaction gap rewards mm-hmm. from the situation room in our community. Tee this one up and let's see what uh, what we should do with this. Well, this one generated, I'm like looking through the responses. This one generated a lot of really passionate responses. So here's the deal, right? Um, the situation is you're a scrum master. You're working in a scaled environment. There's seven teams, one product owner, one product backlog. The product owner does a customer satisfaction gap. What a great agile product management thing to do. Understand gaps in the market, try to chase some unrealized value. And what they do is they identify 27 features that either competitors have or that customer wants, customers want, new or emerging customers want. And then the product owner brings everybody into a room and says, for every one of these features that are shipped, everybody gets a $500 bonus. Wow. You as a scrum master are completely caught off guard and surprised by this. The product owner didn't say anything to you. And we say, you hadn't been aware. What's your move? Um, As with anything, there's a lot of theory that was thrown down, right? Um, And what we're looking for in these scenarios is really tactical. What are you going to do? Ryan, what's the first thing you're doing here? Um, After I get over the shock. (laughs) Yeah. Right, because uh, this is a big move. Um, I'm going to have a conversation with the product owner about measuring um, the impact of this incentive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to question whether or not delivering all 27 is important, or should we check and see 
I mean, first of all, there's got to be, a, if we did a satisfaction gap, we're going to know which features came up most often. Mm-hmm. Can we order those higher? And then is there a way to check and see as we deliver these features, does the needle move on the satisfaction gap? And so I think if that gap, if that measurement improves, that could be a trigger for a bonus. But my initial concern here, Todd, is if we incentivize, get it out, get it out, get it out, get it out, mm-hmm. quality cuts happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut corners, things get rushed. We're doing teams will grab the simplest things, not the most impactful thing. Like we're incentivizing this weird behavior um, mm. and we're paying for um, feature factory, not impact. And I get, I get very, very concerned about, I would, that's where I think the conversations might lead to yeah. initially. Yeah. I put myself in a developer's shoes here, Ryan. And I say to myself, I have a chance of getting 13 grand. Let's hustle. Yeah. Let's do this as fast as we can. Um, and I put myself in the scrum master shoes. And quite frankly, if I hear this, I'm like shocked and extremely disappointed. Yep. Because by now I would have thought that I would have had a good enough relationship with the product and to have a conversation around this and to see what we could do here. And, and rather than them coming up with this, maybe coming up with some kind of alternative way that we could celebrate. Um, I just, as you said really early on, I feel like this incentive is driving the wrong behavior. This is this is driving behavior that could really abil- uh, affect your ability to innovate and even your current customers' current value as compared to just getting to market for unrealized value. I think there's consequences. I'm just like, I, 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 my move is your move. I, I'm not going to say anything right now, but I am immediately going to talk to the product owner after this and, and just just kind of express the fact that uh, I'm disappointed that they didn't feel like they could confide in me before making this decision. And then I feel like there's long-term consequences for that. I need, I need to really bring to forefront the scrum values here, I think, right. Especially from my perspective, because um, yeah, I, and somebody put this in the comments, uh, this is a little disrespectful, right? Um, this is incentivizing things that probably shouldn't be incentivized. The yep. uh, customer satisfaction gap, great practice. Um, all 27, really? Like, what's the, you mentioned ordering. What's the first one? Maybe let's get that first one out. Like you said, let's study it. Let's see, let's validate. See, and you know what? Let's have a big celebration after that. But um, I'm talking to the product owner and and I'm, I'm a little bit sad. I'm a little bit mad. I'm a little bit everything here because I would have thought by now I had a relationship that they would have told me first. You know, and I'm going to tell them that. Yeah, I, I and I think after that conversation, Todd, I'm going to work with that. I mean, once we calm down, and you know, maybe maybe some relationship mending has to occur there. Um, I'm going to grab our EBM dashboard and baseline everything because mm-hmm. if we're going to solely focus on unrealized value and basically time to market, uh, I want to keep an eye on the other two key value areas. I want to make sure that current value, like you said, and our ability to innovate don't start slipping. You know, current value could mean that we're slamming so many new features out there that the people that are currently with us get mad at us and try to leave. Um, Ability to innovate. I'm going to watch the defect rates very, very closely and see if we actually get, uh, if that actually starts impacting our ability to uh, innovate on the product. If if our time to market starts decreasing, like I think I'm going to try to be as data driven as possible once I get over that emotional shock and make sure that we're not giving up everything with this initiative. And the second it looks like we are, 
I want to have the data, not the emotional conversation, the data-driven conversation to get the product owner to pull the reins back on this. Yeah. And, you know, as a patch for that in the interim, as I'm sitting and having a conversation with a product owner, what I may do is just be like, you know, I appreciate what you were trying to do. But a message that's really important to me is if you could maybe send an email out and say, I know everybody's really excited about this additional possibility of money. But remember that the definition of done still needs to stay intact. Absolutely. So and I I think I'm going to carry that message as a scrum master back to the teams. Right. Even though we don't agree with it, to retract it at this point could be very difficult. Right. I mean, this this might be something that you could potentially um, not um, retract. And so I think I am going to press more than ever and remind about the definition of done tactically and see if I can get the product owner to kind of put that message out, too. I'm also going to see if I can get the product owner to really explicitly order and see if we can launch these things incrementally one by one and see which one's turning the knob. If any, if you can find that, um, find that correlation, probably not, but um, I I want these incrementally shipped, right? I don't, I don't want a big bang 27 out at the same time. So um, yeah, all those things. Cool. All right. Do you like this discussion? Well, it's happening right now over at community.agileforhumans.com. Lots of really smart people working through this. It's free. Get over there. Check it out. All we ask is that you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Help us out getting to 10,000. Go check out the community all free. You know what? There's some other stuff you can check out too. We got some socials that are available. Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter are fairly active. Uh, There's a picture of Todd and I up in the upper right-hand corner. With that like and subscribe, be sure to do that. Some videos are also going to pop up. The algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do, too. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great scrum things. Check out that community. Join the conversation. Lots of really smart, well over a 1,000 people now are checking out these scenarios that Todd crafts and posts every week. We think you'll enjoy that conversation, too. But until then, help your teams out. Have great... uh, Great conversations with your product owners and your scrum masters. Try to get a little value out the door and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.